Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. The NFL draft only two weeks away. Oh, boy. We're going to be talking all about it um, that, uh, upcoming to the draft. So what we're going to do on this episode, and I'll explain at the top of the episode as well, is that we'll be breaking down the defensive prospects in each round for the Lions. And then next week offense, and then we'll do our final mock draft before we give our draft reactions on draft day and thereafter. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please sit back, grab your Kool-Aid, relax. It's time for the drinkers we are back and we are only two weeks away from the nfl draft uh as we record this on april 15th oh boy so not a lot of time uh but we are going to get into a lot of draft talk here over the next few weeks so what we're going to do leading up to the draft is that we are going to go over defensive prospects that we can target in each round potentially and then uh next week we're gonna do offense and then we're gonna have a mock draft leading up into the NFL draft, and, of course, draft reactions. So, I'm Big Z. Let's go around to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got almost a whole crew here. So, we got Rudd Dog. Yo! Bob. Hello there. UJ. Hello, everybody. And we even have our producer, Kid J, uh, popping in here. Uh, he, he might throw some tidbits out throughout the episode if we're screwing up or uh, he, wants to add something to one of the prospects. Right. Kid J, Kid give J. a little shout-out. Kid J, baby. Good <laughs> he, he's the one that produces all these episodes, and he does a, just a fantastic job. So he might, he might be popping in with some little tidbits here and there. So uh, like I said, off the top here, what we're going to do, um, we're going to look at where the Lions are drafting in each round and then say who, who the Lions might uh, target at that spot. So, of course, as we, are very well, as we very well know, the Lions have the seventh overall pick in this draft. So at seven, who can the Lions be targeting here? I'll let Rudd Dog take this one first. I think there's a pretty obvious target that some people are being mocked, but is there? <laughs> well, he was my mock, so obviously Micah Parsons stands out as the obvious uh, defender available at seven. Uh, probably, I mean, I know there's some questions about his ability to cover and things like that, but just physically he's a stud, was a stud for Penn State, blew up his pro day. Dude's a monster. Uh, could really be a tone setter for our defense. So, I mean, there might be other guys depending on what other you know deeper film assessment. But on my uh, <laughs> my uh, rough estimate, I like him as the guy. Right, and I, I think a lot of us have Micah Parsons at the top one there. But I, I want to make this a little more interesting uh, because I think that's pretty obvious. But let, let's say um, the Lions trade back to the middle of the first round here. Who are some prospects that we could possibly be targeting? I know for one, at least another linebacker um, that could be on the Lions' radar in the middle rounds is Jeremiah Awusu Karamoa. The oh, the middle say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> exactly. Um, he is a redshirt junior out of Notre Dame, two twenty-one, six foot one, uh, just a super intelligent linebacker and. By all accounts from scouting reports, a very versatile guy. You can play him even at safety. You can play him in nickel package. You can play him linebacker. So kind of what a lot of NFL teams are looking for. Just maybe not the athleticism necessarily of Micah Parsons per se. A Levante David type. A Levante David type? Why do you say that? It it sort of compares favorably size-wise. An undersized linebacker who's just he's strong, really athletic, and really instinctive. 
flies around the field, makes plays everywhere. Uh, I, I think he'd be a really nice weak side linebacker. It's rare you see a linebacker that size rated so highly. I think it's interesting. He's actually small for yeah, two twenty one. He would not have been a Matt Patricia linebacker, that's for sure. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Bob, do you have anybody that the Lions could possibly target if they get to the middle of the first round? Because I mean, the Lions only have six draft picks coming in here, so th- yeah. there's a very real possibility we trade back for more draft picks in this draft. I yeah. think it is. Hey, just quickly on the Micah Parsons thing, did you guys see him? Uh, Jason Cabinda, uh made a tweet about how to challenge yourself and like you're the biggest person you have to pose is yourself. You know, it's like an inspirational thing. And then Micah Parsons responded to, he's like, "I'll challenge you on any drill." This season, he's like anything. I'll take you on. You know, so he's got, he's got the confidence. Well, that's like good. That. That's good. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, I would say um, that Caleb Fairley, the the Farley, the Virginia Tech safety, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's supposed to be pretty good. He's pretty. He's really fast, you know. And we did need help in that back end. But uh, yeah, I think. And also, the other guy I would say is Quiddy Pay from Michigan, defensive lineman, because our edge rushing can always use improvement. So. Yes. This is true. So it's 40 time, Bob? The 40 he time? blew it up. Four, oh, yeah. five, four. Four, three, right? Four, three something? No. Oh, for fair. Oh, no. Oh, for Quiddy Pay. Oh, yeah. Quiddy Pay. Oh, yeah. Your Michigan guy. That's impressive at 260 pounds. Yeah, what was his 40 time? I didn't see that. Four, five, four. All right. I read somewhere. So that's, that's really amazing. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I have four or five, seven, but either way, yeah, very impressive either way. But he's another um, one of those yeah, guys that's six. a potential guy, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got physical yeah, but, tools, but, you know, can he translate to the NFL? That's for our evaluators to figure out, you know, if he's worth it. Unrefined. Uh, he did put up 36 in the bench press, though, which is really impressive. Oh, yeah. Strong dude. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, Caleb – Farley, uh, Bob, the big concern with him is his injury history. He tore his ACL a few years ago, and then he's had two back surgeries. Uh, so that that's why he is po- probably going to fall out of the first round, just because of his major... He, he might be the number one cornerback in this class if it wasn't for his injury history, but a back surgery is nothing to mess around oh, with. Okay, I didn't realize he NFL had that, prospect. that many injuries. Is he, is he um, a safety or a corner? Caleb Farley is definitely a cornerback. Definitely a cornerback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've seen him listed actually, as a safety in these in some of these mocks, though. But I don't know. I don't know how they determine that. My 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 favorite cornerback in this class is actually uh, Greg Newsom. Uh, but that's another guy with and, and out of Northwestern. Um, four three eight forty. Uh, six, he's only six foot, but I mean, he played with the best in the Big Ten. He he dominated Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Uh, Ohio State still came away with that one because they didn't have uh, anybody to stop the run game. But uh, yeah. in my mock draft, I had Justin Fields, and Justin Fields could not uh, read Greg Newsom's defense too well in that game. Uh, but, man, this guy is super intelligent, really athletic. Uh, so that that's my favorite cornerback of the Lions. Fell back to the middle and grabbed the cornerback. I don't know if they should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Biggest need yeah. at the moment. Uh, but Patrick Sustain would have to get thrown in there. I got a guy. I got a guy. All right. Oh, guy. UJ. All right. Got UJ. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know who he is. The Tulsa Terror. The guy we're all craving. Zayvon uh, Collins. <laughs> I, 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 I love the pick. Mid first round to late first round. This guy would be awesome. Uh, let's see, six four, two fifty nine. About I, I watched the film. I don't know what his forty time is, but his film is ridiculous. He's all over the field. He just wreaks havoc. Uh, a great pass rusher. 
I think this guy could be really something. Buck is award winner too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So yeah, uh, that that would be my guy. If we, if we're in the middle of the first round, I I totally I could see us taking this guy. I, I think linebacker is the bigger need than secondary right now. I think it's our biggest need, period, on the team. Mm-hmm. Jamie part of the secondary with how much uh, passing goes on in the NFL these days. And uh, yeah. the, the Lions uh, linebackers in the past few years have been probably the worst in the NFL in terms of coverage. So yeah. whoever they draft needs yeah. to be. Without a doubt. At least have some competency in <laughs> pass, pass coverage. I know. That's, um, that's why um, – Micah Parsons is interesting, but the guy's also kind of weird. You know, I don't know if he'll be like really good or he'll flame out, <laughs> but, but he's, he's, uh, uh he's yeah. definitely got talent. I think my, I think the best comparison from Micah Parsons is, is like the peak of his abilities, uh, as far as a player comp goes is Devin White, a guy that they kind of just tell, Whoa. go fill a hole as fast as you can. Like use, the, he has that speed. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. tell him to fill this one gap and do it as fast as he possibly can. Devin White is constantly living in the backfield, at least disrupting. Um, yeah. Maybe he doesn't make the tackle necessarily uh, all the time, but uh, just to use that elite speed. If uh, Devin White were in this draft, I'd grab him in a second. I wanted him the first time he was available. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think we all <laughs> did. Yeah. I think we all did, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, he's that, if he's as good as Devin White, then I might have to Ooh, think that'd be about great. Getting well, someone said he is, so it must be true. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I said I got that was another the peak linebacker. of what he could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got another linebacker prospect I like in the middle of the first round. In the middle of the first round? Yeah, go for it. Jam- Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. He's listed six three. Let me make some change. But two thirty four ran a four four seven. Real athletic, speedy linebacker. Supposed to be good in coverage. Would be. Could be a nice uh, piece there as well. Yeah, he's a guy that's been rocketing uh, up draft boards. I think it, like coming in the draft process, kind of like a third to fourth round prospect. But after some testing and stuff, he's like four four, like you said, four four seven forty. He's just been zooming up, and now a lot of mocks have him in like the late first. So uh, there, there's something to that for sure. Um, but I I know we so let's move on now to the second round, but. Well, actually, there's a couple more players I want to mention for the first round. Sorry. Aziz Ojulari, a guy out of Georgia. Uh, a lot of people have him ranked as number one DN prospect. If the, if the Lions fall to, like, that number 11, 12 range, um, definitely a guy I would highly consider for the Lions, especially redshirt sophomore, six foot two, 249, ran a four six one forty. But uh, what a lot of scouts say about him, and he, he led the SEC in sacks, tackles for losses, all that good stuff. Um but if you watch this guy play, the it, Von Miller in his prime, the, my favorite thing about him is that he could like he could pretty much run under like if you had a kitchen table set up, he could run under it at full speed, <laughs> and that's kind of what this guy yep. can do in terms of when I say he has good bend. Uh, this guy can keep his speed while uh, maintaining like really good flexibility around the edge, and that that's what I really like about that guy. If the Lions got him, I'd be. I'd be pretty thrilled about that pick as well. And if they trade it back and got him in the middle of the first round. Yeah, that bendiness, they love that. That's so key. Oh, absolutely. And he's not even 21 yet. Uh, he turns 21 in a couple months, so a really young guy, too, coming into the the draft as well. Uh, so, I don't know. Did you guys have any other possible first-round uh, targets that you, do you think might fit for the Lions? Otherwise, we can move on kind of where they target in the second round. Yeah, I just – well, well, one quick, we already mentioned that, but what would you think about 
getting certain and like having like lockdown corners, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, there's worse things. About it. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if I do that trade around myself, but, but it's, it's I, want, I, I really Late want trade. this new regime to focus on shoring up the front seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. And I, I don't even think certain's necessarily a, like a, a certain thing either. Like any cornerback really in the first, I mean, nothing's certain in the draft, but that's um, true. I, I think there's some bigger question marks on him, uh, than like say Akuda or something coming in out of the draft. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, take him at seven. That out. I definitely wouldn't. I don't think I'd even take a defensive player at seven. But if you were, I wouldn't take him. I don't have to go with Micah Parsons. But. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's move on now to what the Lions could target at number pick. So in the second round, the Lions have the ninth pick in the second round, and that is pick number forty-one. So uh, some second round prospects. I'm going to throw out one. Uh, for you right here. Uh, I, Asante Samuel Jr. I, I think this guy can be played all over the field. He's five foot 10, 180, but obviously the, the great NFL bloodlines. I I love this guy. I think he's going to be a really good player in the NFL. Um, they have him listed as cornerback, but I think he could possibly um, play at safety too. I, I think he could play in a lot of different packages uh, for this team and be a big contributor, big contributor right away. Yeah. <laughs> but a four three eight forty, um, mm. extremely athletic guy. I think really versatile. So that that's somebody I would like to target um, in the second round, possibly here at pick forty one. Do I think they will? We'll wait for my mock draft to find out. Um, <laughs> I'm probably not leading that way, but that's somebody that definitely jumps off to me as a good second round target, at least at forty one. Did someone else mm. have a second rounder they wanted to uh, point I'll, out? I'll, I'll throw one out there. Uh, Go for it, UJ. And this guy, he he actually can be a potential first rounder, but. Uh, Depending on where you see him mock, he's seen him a little all over. But uh, Jason Owe from uh, Penn State. Yes. Apparently yes. threw out a, a really fast 40 time. Uh, Treeing, uh, he's 260 pounds. 43740, UJ. Ridiculous. Freaky. So, I mean, even if he's rough around the edges, with that kind of speed, maybe you can, you know, they can find a use for him. And I, I think that would be a great pick at that point if we get him in the second round. So the big knock on Jason Owe. If you don't know, is that he had no sacks uh, last year. <laughs> so that that is always yeah. uh, somewhat of a concern when you lack those uh, big plays with that kind of athleticism. It kind of doesn't make sense <laughs> uh, how the two don't go together necessarily. Um, and, and, and the year before that, he only had a couple sacks too. So it's not like it was just a one-off. Uh, well, you know, Owe rhymes with Ole. Like, like this is what the bullfighter says every time the bull goes by. Ole, ole, yes. ole, ole, ole. And and then so the quarterback goes by him, he ducks and goes, ole, ole. I don't know. Anyway, Are you saying that's a good thing? <laughs> no, it's not. A, it's not a good thing. Anyway, I think the guy has potential. So. No, I mean he has. I mean, so there was another guy uh, I've heard uh, compared to him in terms of a guy that did not have good college production, but ended up being but super athletic. And was drafted because of athleticism, not because of his production college necessarily. Daniel Daniel Hunter out of uh, well, I forgot what college he went to, but um, obviously the elite edge rusher for the Minnesota Vikings. So it is possible with good coaching in the NFL to turn these guys around because if it's so hard to you can't teach at that type of athleticism. So That's right, yeah, that is true. Uh, let's go to uh, Rudd Dog here. Who else? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I think this guy. 
based on my like i think he's good but i could see him fall into the second he probably will go early just because of the weakness at the position but christian barmore out of alabama I, it's a really weak D tackle class, so I think he might get overdrafted. But like he, he by all account, accounts, he's mm-hmm. a kind of a raw prospect still, and uh, might have benefited from another uh, year in college. He gets a first round grade from a lot of people, but uh, I also can see him falling. And if he's there, I think he'd be definitely be consideration because he's the best D tackle in this class. Yeah, Rudd Dog. I I was going to mention him too because I, I really like him. What I like about him is. I didn't watch all the Alabama games, but when I, when I did see them, the guy's a playmaker. I mean, he makes like timely mm. plays and like big plays. So that's, that's what the, the defense needs is like guys who can come out and make a big play. I think he's capable. So of that. much. And getting pressure from the inside is something we've sorely yes. lacked for so long. So I would love to see it, that. Yeah. Eight, eight sacks. I uh, was defensive MVP in the national championship. Um, they didn't have eight sacks in the game, eight sacks uh, on the year. Um, but uh, the the knock on him is that he shows up some games and then some games he completely disappears. So yeah, uh, there's a little bit of a motor issue with him uh, when he wants to pick it up when he doesn't want to. Um, but there's no doubting when he turns it on, he is an elite elite player for sure. Um, there's another edge rusher I wanted to mention. This guy is fascinating to me. His name is Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. There's actually two Miami edge rushers in this draft: uh, Jalen Phillips and Gregory Rousseau. But Gregory Rousseau, I think, is more uh, possible to grab in the second round here just because of the sheer lack of experience. So the guy did not play D-line in high school, and then he redshirted, and then he played one year <laughs> for Miami where he led the ACC in sacks. He was Defensive Player of the Year in the ACC, and then he opted out. So there's only one year of stats on Gregory Rousseau, but, I mean, the yeah. guy is six foot six, 266, ran a 4.67, 40-yard um, time, and – I mean, the athletic traits on him is ridiculous. 83 and a fourth wingspan. It's just, it's really just a shot in the dark. This is, I, the second round is a perfect time to take a, a high ceiling, low floor type guy. Um, right. There's a reason that a guy like this would fall to the second round or why he's not a first round talent. And in this case, it's just because there's like no tape. There's one year tape and yeah. it was elite, elite tape, but there's just so little of it. He's From like, what I've been hearing. Oh, so go, go ahead, Bob. No, I was just going to say, he's a guy who, who, like, early when the drafts are coming out, people had him, like, as the top uh, edge rusher, and he seems to have yep. been dropping in these uh, drafts where he might, yeah. might be available to us. Go ahead, Jack. Uh, yeah, because uh, to build on that, because part of why he's dropping is because he's been unimpressive in his movement skills and his pro day and stuff. Like, they, he looks the part. Like he looks like Miles Garrett. Like I'm saying, he looks like Miles Garrett, but doesn't move like Miles Garrett. He was a little slow in his forty time. Doesn't look like a, an explosive type pass rusher. But I mean, they say he's also not overly physical. Uh, but you know, sometime in the NFL weight training program on that frame could turn him into a beast. They think think more of like a power edge guy, in the you know with some development. So I definitely like him in the second. If we get him in the second round, I think that'd be great. Like upside, like you said. He produced in his one year, so. Oh yeah, fifteen and a half sacks his uh, junior year. So. Yeah, can't deny that. That's impressive. Yeah, and I mean the ACC, not not the most elite, but I mean there's some really good teams in there, and it's a big conference. So I, I, I would be thrilled with that, uh, that pick in the second. Definitely not the first round, but the uh, the second round. I would I would love it. Just yeah, the ceiling is super high if you can uh, 
get that guy and his physical tools to match up with some production in the NFL. Anyone else have any other second round targets? Well, I got one. This is more if we get that the Notre Dame linebacker in the first round. What's his name again? Uh, uh, Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa. Then in the second round, (laughs) we get the defensive tackle from Washington, Levi Onwuzurike. Because then (laughs) he's a big guy. He's around that area, 6'3. What is he, 290? And he was, you just uh, don't want to be able to pronounce our draft class. Names. Yeah. So then the jerseys, <laughs> yeah. like the letters for the jerseys, are gonna, they're going to stay in business, you know, because they got a lot of letters to make. But, uh, but he was, uh, he was all Pac 12 in 2019 and uh, he had a solid 2020. So he's, he's, uh, I think he'll be a solid pro. I don't know if he's like a superstar, but uh, he's a big right. body for the line. What I've read on him is that he is a three technique, like a pure three technique. That's where he'll excel in the NFL. That's where they project him. So, we don't know a lot about what the Lions defense will look like this year. So if they pick right. him, maybe we'll get a little more of an idea of what the Lions defense is going to look like. Right. Uh, Bob, and he's a redshirt senior, time? so he's oh. twenty. He's twenty three years old. He's almost going to be twenty four when the season starts. Oh yeah, that is true. I didn't see that. I like that. Short. His. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> his forty oh. time. I don't have that. I have his. I, uh, four eight. Four eight six. Four eight six. That's impressive at two ninety though. Oh yeah. That's really good. Christian Barmore, 497, so he hasn't beat. But Barmore is also 20 pounds heavier. Right. It's just amazing those guys so big running. It's ridiculous. It's just so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, some other, I'm just going to throw out some other names. Wait, did did like UJ uh, give his? Did he have oh, sorry, I UJ. Did. Oh, you did. No, okay. I did. I did. Oh. Yeah, I did. Oh, away. Oh, yeah. away. 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 Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but some, I'm just gonna throw out some other names. Uh, n- maybe not necessarily go into detail about them, but just some second round edge rusher prospects. Because God only knows the Lions any more of those. Joe Tryon mm. out of Washington, uh, Jalen Phillips, uh, Carlos Basham out of Wake Forest, and Joseph Asai out of Texas. Those are a few names also that you can maybe see picked right there. But some of those might be later second round, not necessarily ninth overall in the second round. I've seen Basham mock to us before. So, oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, so all, same. Uh, also, twenty uh, three years old as well. So another old guy. <laughs> old, funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, let's move on now to the third round, where the Lions have a couple third round picks. So they have the eighth overall pick in the third round, seventy two overall. Then the thirty eighth overall compensatory pick um, that they got from the trade for Jared Goff, hundred one hundred and first overall pick the 38th in the third round the lions have two picks here do you think the lions go defense in the third round let's say they go offense first and second do they definitely go defense in the third do they have to um i think they will i i don't see it happening uh, but i don't know i with these guys it's hard to tell we don't know what their style is yet but i think they're really going to go for the best player available type of thing and if they feel it's an offensive player, they'll pick an offensive player. If it's deeper. I don't think they're going to be strictly drafting for need, personally. Hmm. At least just from what I can tell from these guys. I mean, obviously, we got to wait and see, but uh, I think they're going after the best talent. I don't see us going defender early, honestly, because I think most of the talent in this draft is on the offensive side of the ball. But if yeah. we went defense first two rounds, I yeah. still don't think that they're going to – I think they'll, like UJ is saying, if it – if the best player available is another defender, they'll grab him up. I mean, Lord knows we need it. So, Well, I want to get Kid J in here for a second, just about Brad Holmes in the third round. Justin, or Kid J. Um, Brad Holmes in the third round, is 
that's a wide receiver category for him usually. Has he gone? Where was John Johnson drafted? Do you remember? John, John Johnson was drafted in like the in the like the third like the third fourth round in that area there. So um, and then uh, Cooper Cup is also drafted in the third round. So I think that's the where the Lions really like the really found their value. And I think they from my from my understand they really like value they valued route runners and not people that were necessarily like super fast. But they also value like people that are like you know can like that know like the whole route tree and like are that can play make plays in space. So, but I don't know. Brad Holmes going to have a whole different philosophy than what Les Snead might have. So, so Kid Jay, what if I told you that I have another Johnson for the Lions to target here in the third round? That would be Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. So he's uh, five foot eleven, two oh five. Um, several interceptions over his time at Indiana. Obviously, Indiana stepped up defensively this year in a big way, and Jabbar Johnson's a big reason why. Um, he has a little knack on him uh, for discipline uh, on the field, rather. Um, and but he's very rangy, um, known for his awareness and his ball skills. Um, and he's very versatile in terms of can play out of the nickel or um, over the top safety. So Jamar Johnson is a name I really like out of Indiana to target here. Um, either early or I, I would I would think later in the third round, but someone I would love to see his name pop up personally. Um, did did anybody else have another third rounder? They would. Uh, yeah, I got it. Okay, go. Go ahead, you Run dog, run dog, go, go. Oh, okay. Roof. Well, I mean, I don't know a ton about him, but physically, this dude just jumps off the page. Milton Williams from Louisiana Tech, six three, two eighty four. Ran a four six three forty. Now you're what talking position? like D tackle. Okay. This is you're talking like uh you know Aaron Donald type numbers here. Uh, physically, mm-hmm. ran you know his cone drill was really good and stuff. All that like, dude's just a freak athlete. So you know in a third round you get a chance at like an explosive player like that. You definitely got to consider him. Interesting. And out of, good, yeah. out of Louisiana Tech. Yeah. It's always these guys from the, the schools you don't really know about uh, that you can grab in these late rounds and turn into something. So I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But UJ, you had one too. I was did. it Milton Williams? No, no, it wasn't. But uh, oh. I, uh, I'm i also thinking D-tackle here. Oh. I'm thinking tr- I'm thinking trenches. Um I like it. I, for some reason, in my in my philosophy of the, re- rebuilding this team, I know we need cornerbacks and secondary, but I, I'm more concerned about the front seven. So my guy is Davy Yon Nixon, 6'3", 305 from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I've just read some good things about him. I remember seeing him play a little bit. I guess he's very good at getting to the quarterback. Uh, rough around the edges, as they say, but they say this guy's ceiling is very could be very high. So I. Re- He's got a lot of upside. So that would be my third rounder if he's there. Big 10 defensive player of the year. First team, all big 10, obviously. Um, and five and a half sacks from the D tackle position last year. So definitely yeah, somebody cool. that, uh, you know, he, he only played two years in college uh, before moving on, obviously now to the NFL, uh, four, eight, six, 40. But I've heard his name thrown a lot too, UJ, Ooh. and I would not be mad about that one either. And uh, the, the Iowa people I know obviously really love him, <laughs> but that's <laughs> right. a bias on their part. Hawk probably knows the guy, you know, you know. Oh yeah, of course. I, I, he definitely does. I'm sure. Hello, Hawkeye, like Alex Karras was back in the day, you know. Yeah. Iowa Hawkeye. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bob, let's throw it over to you. Third uh, round. 
Yeah, the guy I have, uh, I mean, since it's third round, he's not quite as uh, established as some of these other guys we were talking about earlier, but uh, Rodarius Williams, uh, cornerback from Oklahoma State. He's Greedy Williams' brother, so he's got NFL pedigree in that family. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, he's pretty good uh, playing the run, and uh, I guess he's a little slow off the line, which is the problem, but, uh, <laughs> but his initial reaction, but then he's pretty good in coverage and tracking the ball. So I don't know. That's, that's who I have. Rodarius Williams, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma Interesting. State. Yes, sir. So if we get to the third route, let, let's say the line – Let's say the Lions have taken a a wide receiver in the first round and a running back in the second round. So basically, in the third round, we want them to target one position in the third round. What defensively, at least, if we want to walk away, what 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 position do you think we need most? Or does it, do you think it does, that that the need doesn't matter, and we're just going to go by pure value? By well, if it was pure need, I'd say linebacker. If there's Absolutely, one, one available, linebacker. Right. Yeah. Did we mention any? Did we mention any third round linebackers? I don't know if we did. Um, but I have one. I had mentioned him. I think in our mock draft as well. Um, but as a second round prospect, but he could fall to the third round. You never know how these things work. Uh, so I'm going to throw out Baron Browning out of yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, six foot two, two forty five. Uh, ran a four five five forty yard. Uh, forty. <laughs> um, so he. Not, doesn't necessarily play consistently, which is the problem with him and a lot of these other guys. But he has length, he has athleticism. Uh, he known to rush the passer with a decent clip. Uh, five sacks two years ago, only one sack last year. Um, but he has he's had a few issues with nagging injuries as well. Uh, but he can play on the strong side, linebacker side for sure, and put his hand in the dirt. Um, but there's okay. another one along those lines too, uh, Z. Uh, Jabril Cox from uh, LSU. Hmm. Uh, potential, hmm. if he he's possibly could be there in the third too. So, Interesting. What what what's his size? What what do we he's know? Six about three, two thirty two. He's not the Patricia mold of linebacker, but he's still got the height. And uh, I remember his forty time. I, I saw it somewhere. But I lost him. But uh, I mean, he played for that LSU team that won the national championship, and um, you know. Pretty good player. I what remember him being kind of – he was kind of highly touted for a little while. Definitely. I mean, we're talking third round here, so, I mean, that, you know, it's getting harder to pick these guys. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, we, can move, we can move on to the fourth round now, and there's just a few names. Oh, Let me just throw, throw one more uh, name in the third round. Go for it. Linebacker uh, Monty Rice out of Georgia. He's uh Monty Rice. Monty Rice, uh, six foot two thirty-eight. The guy's uh well, he's more of a four-three guy, you know. So depending on what scheme they're gonna go with, um, but he's he's supposed to be a good tackler, really strong and uh, good against the run too. So it's another guy to think about. Yeah, he's got a great name, Monty Rice. I love it, definitely. <laughs> um, and so let's move on to fourth round, but this guy could also go in the third round potentially. And this is just a fun, this is just a fun pick for me, or at least a fun target. A guy I've really enjoyed watching uh, when he's, when he's been on TV, uh, just a high, high energy guy. That is Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina. Uh, I don't know if you guys go watch his tape. He's just a fun, really fun player to watch. Six foot two, two twenty nine, four five nine forty. Um, just a, he's the type of guy that's like a really good leader. And like a tough, like you're going to fall in love with this guy if he gets on the field. Uh, just a really tough guy. 
uh, leads on the Taylor, leads on the field uh, type guy. Uh, 91 tackles last year, 115 the year before that. So the guy is constantly around the ball. Um, not quite as athletic, obviously. That's why he would fall to third or fourth round. But if you're looking for a guy that can um, be a high motor guy in the field, this is who you'd want. Uh, so probably like a weak side linebacker, someone that's going to chase the play down from behind. I won't give up on the play necessarily. I like that. So do we have any other fourth round targets uh, here for the Lions? Mm. Uh and I should mention the Lions are picking four in, in the fourth round, seventh overall, the hundred twelfth overall pick. So they will have that, and then uh, only one more pick after that. <laughs> oh wow! So um, yeah. in the fourth round as well, um, I had o- Osa Udiga. Oh man! I <laughs> give me a moment. I need to pronounce his name correctly in respect to him. Odigizua. Osa Odigi Zua, two eighty-two, six foot one, defensive lineman, uh, fifth-year senior out of UCLA, but four sacks last year, three and a half the year before, three the year before that. So a pretty consistent pass rusher from the interior. Sounds like a reach in the fourth round, (laughs) but I don't know. You never know. You never know. You that's right. You consider him a reach (laughs) in the fourth round. So, Rudd Dog, who do you, uh, who, what's the name that you could throw out there for us in the fourth round? Uh, Elio McNeil. There we go. Big nose tackle type guy. Uh, Where's he out of? NC State, it looks like. NC yeah, State. NC State. But he, at uh, 317, ran a 496. Pretty impressive movement skills. I like that size and power, you know, speed. Yeah, definitely. UJ, do you got anybody? Not really. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't. Fair enough. I got I got someone for the fifth though when we get there. It's funny though. Uh, we we haven't even mentioned. Um, we barely mentioned any safeties. This is not a great safety class necessarily. I didn't mention Jamar Johnson out of Indiana um, as a third round prospect. He could fall to the fourth round as well. Um, Andre Cisco out of Syracuse is another guy, a, a speedier safety uh, and 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 taller, six foot two sixteen. Uh, so I just want to mention at least a couple safeties there because um, I believe Brett Holmes has said, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kid J, that safety is the most important position that he looks for on the defensive side of the ball, at least when drafting. Am I incorrect about that? No, it's definitely one of the most important positions because the safety, at least in the at least in the Rams. Defenses the past few years, the safety. John Johnson's like called the defense. He was the captain of the defense. So, safety is definitely a position they're going to prioritize in the draft. And honestly, um, when they take probably the, I would if I was the Lions, I'd like trade down from that bot from that third round into like the like the, the fourth round because they they only have like one more pick after the fourth round. So they definitely need some need some more draft picks and more players. So, I think they trade one of the trade that like comp pick that they got from the Rams. Probably that would be my suggestion for them to do. Just trade for like. Future future picks. Yeah, you could trade comps. How do you think we got the comp? <laughs> we traded for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Um, did, did you guys have any other names to throw out there for the fourth round? Uh, I don't really have anything. I just, I just got to throw one little aside here. Um, mm, I the, love aside. The Raiders just uh, – they waved Maurice Hurst, interior line. Right. You know, and that guy was – 
a hell of an athlete coming out of college. Then he fell because of his heart condition, but he's been playing the last few years. I think he, if you want to fill up our interior line, he'd be a good guy to pick up. And then that might affect our draft, what we do. But I don't know if you guys mm. saw that or had any thoughts on that. Yeah, that just happened today. And I, I haven't gotten the chance to like look into how productive Maurice Hurst has been in the NFL. Do you have any insight to that at all, Bob? I, I really haven't seen I don't I don't have a lot of those Raiders uh stuff, but he was really good at Michigan. But uh I uh I don't know, he he's just an intriguing guy because he's got high upside. But I'd have to read more about it. I just saw that news myself. So Gotcha. I'm just looking at him right now. Um somebody <laughs> hers three and a half sacks two years ago, only half a sack last year, he only played um in 11 games and four sacks in 2018 so maybe it's type of scheme that he was in i mean the raiders defense if you watched it last year was possibly the worst in the nfl i think i don't want to say worse than the lions because the lions are so bad but man if you watch the raiders it was almost i think it was worse (laughs) i don't know it got it was really really bad um to to watch so maybe it just wasn't the right situation yeah. and i guess he played poor against the run so i don't know if that's <laughs> if we're trying to stop the run. that's not encouraging <laughs> <laughs> but he's an intriguing guy because he's, he's got high upside so all right fair enough anyway fair enough. Yeah. all right let's let, move on let's move on now to the so uh as kid j our producer uh mentioned the lines only have one more pick after this um in the fifth round they have the ninth overall pick pick 153 uh, and then after that, nothing. They they traded him away so far. So th- yet another reason to think that the Lions will do some sort of trading to get more uh, capital in this draft, or maybe not. Maybe they're just going to keep building and draft capital in the future. But nonetheless, the Lions have one pick left, um, and that'd be in the fifth round. Do we have any late fifth round uh, picks? I believe UJ, you said you had something in the fifth round. I do. I do. We're, this this is where we fill our most important position on the team. Is it a long snapper? Well, it's a kicker, Evan McPherson from Florida. Evan McPherson, kicker from Florida, 185 pounds. I don't know how fast he runs a 40. But, but, uh, kick the ball good? I say we draft a kicker. and I'm not sure about this this free agent guy they picked up from uh, Cincinnati. Right? Randy Bullock. Bullock. You know, he could be Bullock's, you know what I mean? But but he could be good. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I should draft a kicker. Let's, Randy let's get Bullock. A Young kid, wow. that's a fresh, hard kick for a kicker. Fresh leg. Let's create a new legend in Detroit, who's the home elite? of great kickers, right? <laughs> so that's he elite. At you don't want Quinn Nordine out of Michigan? No, uh, no. <laughs> Why? No. no. That's a high pick for a kicker. UJ was he an elite kicker at Florida? Like, did he crush? Like, he was very good kicker. kicker. I, I I don't have a stats in front of me, but he's five foot eleven, one eighty five. Oh yeah, he's got the height. He's got the height. I don't have I don't have a stats either. Did, I did not see a kicker coming. Did so. he go to St. Rita by any chance? But I know he's the number one rated kicker. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, what happened to Quinn Nordine, Bob? Uh, Quinn Nordine was like a highly highly touted kicker coming out of high school. Yeah, the guy he, he's got a big leg, but uh, he's very inconsistent. <laughs> I, yeah, that's. He was very bad, disappointing. I, I think I remember, wasn't he supposed to go, like, go to Penn State or something? Yeah. And then he switched There's a because Jim video. Harbaugh slept at his house or something. Yeah, he did. Harbaugh slept at his house. There's a hilarious video like Quinn Nordine put out online. He's like, he's flying like he had somebody produce this thing. He's like in a little private plane. He flies in and he gets off the plane and he's got a Penn State dad. He says, I'm Quinn Nordine. 
I am Ohio <laughs> State, you know, I mean, uh, Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then you went to Michigan. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, there is one more kicker though that intrigues me. Oh. And on, on, only, yeah. only because of his name. His name is Jet Toner. Oh, what Jet Toner, name? absolutely. Jet what? Toner. That's just a great name. Oh, where that, that's a great name for a kicker. So we draft him, and he becomes out of Stanford. Out of Stanford. Yeah. Out of Stanford. yeah. yeah. I lo- I remember watching him play. He's actually a really reliable kicker, not necessarily the biggest leg, which would hurt him, but uh, yes, Usually, phenomenal name. If they applied that that theory of drafting where they just pick the best names in each round, they'd probably do better than Bob Quinn did on his last you know, Hey, that could be a future uh, podcast, just draft by the best names, all right? <laughs> that could be very interesting. It's like when you pick a horse in the Kentucky Derby, yeah, you know, nothing exactly. about picking horses. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, got, I got a guy for the fifth. Which kicker is uh, it, Red Dog? Oh, uh, this is the fifth rated kicker. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this I got a I got a safety. You know, we ha- I haven't, we haven't really looked at much, like you said. Uh, Trill Williams from Syracuse. He's uh six foot and a little bit over two hundred and eight pounds, but he also switched around between cornerback and safety in college. So he's a cover guy. Had four interceptions. Led his team. Uh, they say he has an elite one step like explosion to close. Uh, he has some weaknesses. Obviously, he's like a 13th rank safety on the board type thing. But I mean, you're in the fifth round. Uh, but you know, they see real pro potential as a either developmental outside cornerback or like a nickel safety. Like could develop into like a free safety. Ran a four five seven, not super fast, but uh, you know, they say like maybe he reads real well. Has a night knack for reading routes and stuff. So. You don't need to be the fastest guy if you got the instincts. Uh, I, you know, guy like that with upside in the fifth could be a steal. So I, I will I will throw out a fifth rounder now. Um, he used to, I I mean at one point he was like a projected first rounder. It's amazing how far this guy has fallen. Um, kind of like uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, like someone that was mm. like coming out of high school, super highly touted, then fell. Um, by the time I got time in the NFL draft, anyways. Sean Wade out of Ohio State. Uh, if you talk to any Ohio State fan, he's the number one guy they love to, uh, you know, bitch about. <laughs> um, and, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, constantly torched by any type of um, number one wide receiver. But there's a reason this guy was highly touted out of um, high school. He has the athletic traits to compete. He just His instincts, I think, are bad. But in the fifth round, you can. I think this is where you take a guy like this, um, someone that has sure. it, that was highly. T- uh, that's why you look at like where they recruit out of high school. Like these guys have the traits; they just need to hopefully the proper coaching, or maybe just be put in certain sub packages that fit their traits yeah. best. And that's something the lines couldn't quite do for T's to bore. When you look <laughs> at uh, this, the the hoped for strength of Brad Holmes is these later rounds, you know, and, and finding those gems out there. So hopefully, we can mm-hmm. get some of those guys. That'll end up starting. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, more in the fifth round, uh, you know, Tyler Shelvin out of LSU, another uh, LSU D lineman, 350 pounds. If you just want a guy that's going to line up over the center and not move backwards, uh, this might <laughs> be a guy. Uh, the guy for you, 5'3", 840 at 350. So not the worst. Uh, I mean, can... just – I've just built like a brick house. Uh, so he might be a fun guy to get in the fifth round. Um, just as a he guy. He could spell Penasini. Big gap. 
What, what is that, Rod Dog? They could spell Penasini or compete for him for that spot. Right. I, I, uh, what What is uh, how big is Penasini? What is he's is he kind of short. I don't is think he he's that. Well, it depends on how aroused. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I've been waiting for one of those since we drafted him. Way to go, Bob! I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh my god, that was perfect. <laughs> oh boy. Um... I mean, it's going to waste if you're not doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you guys have any other late round prospects here in the fifth round for the Lions to target? Um, as far as edge rushers. Um, maybe you guys know about him. I, Adi Onjundiji, is that how you say it? Uh, six foot four, two hundred sixty pound edge rusher from Notre Dame. Notre you, Dame. you two are the Notre Dame guys, so I, I was like hoping that. you might have a little more insight on him. I don't know uh, much about him. All right, honest. so he really stood out on the field. Clearly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, Jonathan Cooper out of Ohio State. He's more like a possible sixth, seventh rounder. But um, you know, w- watching uh, the, these Big Ten games more so, these names stick out to me. Shaka Tony as well. Just a great name. I love the good name Shaka Tony. Rolls off the tongue really nicely. But another sixth, seventh round guy. Um, four five two forty. So pretty good mm-hmm. for a guy that's uh, two forty two, six foot two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a guy that can possibly be a late round edge rusher out of Penn State as well. Uh, so, do we have any other names that we wanted to throw out there? Yeah, I got one because just I like his name. <laughs> <laughs> Divine Diablo. Ooh. Oh, my God. What a great name. Is he Divine. good or is he bad? And what position does he play? Virginia, Ta- Virginia Tech. He's a defensive back. Uh, I believe he's a cornerback. Uh, no, he's a safety. So, you know, why not? Divine Diablo. All right. <laughs> Big Z, to answer your question earlier, John uh, or Penasini was is six two three seventeen. Two three seventeen? Yeah. All right. right. This guy's got thirty pounds on him, baby. Right. I know. Let's Ooh. go. <laughs> but does he have the leverage? Um, but about the Divine Diab- Diablo really quick, just to give him more uh, than just <laughs> his name, uh, context, is <laughs> he, he's projected to be a linebacker uh, safety type hybrid, and uh, some people have a third Ooh. round grade on him, some people have a fifth, so a wide range, uh, he doesn't fit every defense, but so this will be more of a, it sounds like a passing package type of guy, um, but at, le- at the very minimum, a good special teams player. Be like you gotta admit over. that name. You gotta admit that name, though. Divine. And oh, it's, Diablo, it's a... <laughs> the devil. So angel, devil, like a heaven. No. It's yeah. interesting. I yeah. wonder if he has problem. You know, divine. <laughs> like if he's always constantly battling. Conflicted. Yeah. Think about all it all the time. He's very conflicted, man. He's like, should I go we'll for the, the field, knee? Running left and running yeah. Right. Yeah. You said he's a hybrid. He's he's conflicted. Yeah. That's what hybrids are. Hybrids are by nature conflicted. They don't know what they are. Right. Oh, Does boy. he have? Can he command Hellfire as a asset on the field? Or can he carry Thor's like, hammer or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Can he bite a kneecap off? Hey, there you go. That's all that matters. As always, this is a great place to stop the podcast. I believe. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, UJ, did you see uh, your boy uh, Bo Benchfagel got? Picked up by Washington. So. Did he really? Oh, yeah. wow. Watch him become an all-pro guard. Yeah, oh, yeah he probably will now. He probably will. 
of course. And they're going to have, you know, an American bagel. They're going to have the special. They're going to have a bunch of bagels. That's too bad. I think he'll be fine with that. Um, all right. So thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. So next week we'll be going over – we'll be doing the same thing, but from the offensive perspective. And – Follow us on Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. So we're only two weeks away from the NFL draft. Ooh, baby! The Lions got six picks as of now. Will be more. Uh, we'll see. But man, well, it's an exciting time. Exciting time. So we'll be back, mm-hmm. as I said, next week. So thanks to Rudd Dog, UJ, Bob, producer Good J. I'm Big Z. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. My computer thinks we're playing music again. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go.